We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, Daniel, what would you sacrifice for the sake of a big scientific discovery? Ooh, that's a good question. I would give up something juicy. I don't know, weekends, evenings, maybe like a, I don't know, a pinky toe. I'd probably give up a pinky toe. Really? Uh, you wouldn't uh, sacrifice your life for science? You wouldn't risk your life for a, a big breakthrough? I would love to reveal something deep about the universe, but I'd like to live to see it. You know, I don't think, uh, I don't think scientific breakthroughs are worth sacrificing your life. Hmm. Well, you know, some of history's most famous scientists, like Marie Curie, died to make their prize-winning discoveries. That's true, and I'm pretty impressed. Though I wonder if she really understood, like, in advance, how dangerous that research she was doing actually was. But oh. let me turn the table on you. Are you willing to risk your life for something like a really tasty snack? Hmm. How tasty are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking long, yellow, and comes naturally wrapped in its own um, in its own packaging. Oh man, are snacks deadly now? What are you talking about? Well, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but there's something in common between Madame Curie's um, research and your favorite snack. Oh, have you heard the joke of uh, what did Pierre Curie tell Marie Curie? <laughs> no, what did Pierre Curie tell Marie Curie? He said, "My dear, you are positively glowing tonight." <laughs> You look radiant. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jorge. I'm a cartoonist and the creator of PhD Comics. I'm Daniel. I'm a particle physicist. And together we're the authors of the book We Have No Idea and the hosts of this podcast, Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe, a production of iHeartRadio. In which we look at things in the universe that make sense or don't make sense or, or are slightly confusing or very confusing and break them down for you to make sure we understand what's actually going on. That's right. All the amazing things in the universe that will astound you and amaze you and possibly also kill you. Or save your life. Sometimes there are good sides to things that sound dangerous. Yeah, like bananas. <laughs> like bananas, yes. Bananas are a double-edged snack, exactly, as we'll get into on this podcast. You mean like uh, you eat them and they're delicious, but then the peel you can slip on and <laughs> die. Well, I assume that you're always wearing, you know, safety gear when you eat a banana, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Banana slip-proof shoes. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a helmet. If you have a helmet on when you eat a banana, then, you know, it's no big deal. Oh, I see, I see. Hmm. Today on the podcast, we're tackling a subject that uh, a couple of people asked us online, but which is kind of a big deal. It's in our everyday lives. We use it all the time, uh, and it can be both 
dangerous and can also save your life at the same time. It's something you hear about a lot in science and science fiction. It's something that's vaguely mysterious and I think has suffered from a bad PR campaign. It definitely, I think, is associated with something bad. But as we want to show you on today's podcast, there's two sides to every particle. So today on the podcast, we'll be talking about... Radiation. Is it good for you? Is it bad for you? Spicy, mild. What is radiation anyway? Does it fizzle when you eat it? <laughs> Tastes like bananas? Right. Is it that? Are those cans they put on your tongue, are those actually radioactive? Right. No, I think you're right. I think radiation sort of has a bad name in society, right? Like nobody thinks radiation and thinks, oh, I could use some of that. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, where do I get some? Yeah. yeah. It definitely is a boogeyman, right? It's definitely something that uh, people are afraid of. Right. And uh, I think the roots of it are, are that it's something that's sort of recently discovered, you know, like our ancestors had no idea about radiation. Right. It's something that um, is a product of modern science. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was sort of discovered not too long ago, right? Maybe 100 years? Yeah, exactly. It's around the turn of the century, like eight, late 1800s, people started to discover X-rays and cathode rays and all sorts of other kinds of rays. And they didn't really know what it was. It was this new mysterious thing. It was invisible. It could develop photographs. It could, you could see it on photographic film. Um, later, they discovered it could kill you, right? Um, it could, you could use it to like take pictures of the inside of the body. It was mysterious and weird. Um, and so right. it's kind of new. It's kind of it's powerful, right? It kind of violates our everyday intuition. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's part of the, the 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 scariness of it is that it shows us that the world is different from what we understood, and that there's this untapped power, this untapped potential, which could be terribly dangerous. Right? For me, radiation is like the classic Frankenstein thing. It like shows us that science has cracked open a whole new world, and it could go either way. Right? It could help you, or it could hurt you if you don't understand what what uh, what you're doing. It could lead to dangerous side effects. Yeah, I feel like it's also cracked open the world of superheroes. You know, without radiation, you wouldn't have Spider-Man, you wouldn't have the Hulk, you wouldn't have Captain America. Yeah, but I think that that just reflects that, right? I think what you see in comic books are like reflect what the what the population is thinking about what they are afraid of right which is why mm. radiation played such a big role you know spider-man as you said and, and bruce banner and all that stuff and these days it's more like you see a lot of ai kind of stuff in comic books like the the villain is some computer that's taking over the world or something right. and so maybe radiation has had its day as the as the scientific villain but uh, like you were saying, in society, we still think of it as, as bad, right? Like nobody um, wants to get any of that radiation. That's right. I think if you say radiation, people think cancer or they think nuclear bombs or, right. you know, evil scientists in lab coats cackling maniacally. Right. Not good things. But we're wondering, do you think people really understand radiation? Like, uh, do they know what it is, what it means? And is it all that bad? Right, where it comes from, right? How to make it, how to avoid it. Um, are you getting some right now? Yeah. So we were wondering: Do people have an the understanding? Answer is yes. understanding? <laughs> the answer is yes. You are being radiated um, right the, now. Right As now, you hear this. you listen to this podcast, right? And so you are listening. You are getting sonic radiation right now. But right. Uh, I not was not just from our uh, the brilliance of our thoughts and, and words. <laughs> But you are literally right now bathed in radiation, probably. That's right. No, exactly. Unless you're in a lead box somewhere, in which case you probably have other problems. <laughs> then we have to ask, yeah, what are you doing in that lead box? What did you do to deserve <laughs> it, right? It's probably right. your fault. Yeah. Well, as usual, we got curious. And so Daniel went out into the street to ask people, random people on the street, what is radiation? That's right. And uh, here's what people had to say. How would you define or describe radiation? What is radiation? The one form of radiation I know is like x-ray. They emit radiations. Okay. And are there other forms also? Yeah, there's like UV and other types. All right, cool. Thanks very much. What is radiation? Um, it's some kind of like some kind of force or like chemical kind of that can like go through things like in x-rays, like there's radiation, MRI, there's radiation, so it goes okay. through things. Great. <laughs> well, radiation is bad I think if you absorb it but isn't radiation just like the splitting off of or like the breaking apart of like particles and atoms and so they become like 
Like, isn't that kind of like related to free radicals or something? And what is radiation? A little bit about UV radi- about radiation, but specifically UV radiation, which causes thymidine dimers, which is obviously mm. a cause of skin cancer. So that's a major concern. But then you have the ozone layer, which can block some harmful radiation. What is the radiation? Radiation is photons, so no? Okay. Well, I don't know, like it like gives off, like, I don't know, it comes from somewhere, but like can give you cancer and stuff, like, I don't know. Do you know what it's made out of? Like, what is um, radiation made No, of? I don't know what it's made out of. Okay, cool. <laughs> what is radiation? I don't know. I think that makes superheroes or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is it good or bad? It's bad. Or, it's bad. Okay. All right, great. All right, so uh, I like the person who said it's the thing that makes superheroes. I was like, yes. <laughs> was right. that me? Did there I answer that question? There is something good about radiation. It gives these superheroes, exactly. I mean, that's yeah. what we should do. We should just like take a bunch of our soldiers and radiate them and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> what, could go, what could go wrong, right? Yeah, what could go wrong? Uh, but a lot of people just kind of immediately went with the, that it's something bad. Yes. Like it's not good. Definitely bad, right? Radiation, um, big radiation's lobbying firm has a lot of work to do on changing the public perception of radiation. Oh, man. I wouldn't want that job. I work for big radiation. (laughs) You know what they need Mm. to do is come up with like a cute anthropomorphic character for radiation and have it, you know, Mm. smile and bounce around the screen with a little ditty playing in the background. (laughs) Like a cute little cancer cell or something. (laughs) Exactly. A cute cute little wave or a cute little particle maybe. Hi, I'm a proton. I'm here to help to give you cancer treatments, right? Mm. I don't know. Uh, but, but a lot of people just kind of had the idea that it's some sort of energy, some, something that moves, that propagates, it goes through things, right? That, that's yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah, a lot of people were on the right track. A lot of people were on the right track. They thought it was bad. Some people didn't really know. Some people listed an example of radiation, right, which is good totally solid. I'd give them a, a solid a B on that answer. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys who um, I asked is actually a physics professor uh, in my department. Mm. <laughs> I accosted on the street to ask him this question and I uh, gave a pretty good answer on the spot. So um, I think we can, we can break it down for people. What is radiation? Yeah, break it down for us, Daniel. What is radiation? Radiation, most generally, can either be a particle or a wave, but it's basically just energy moving through space, right? So mm-hmm. it can be like photons, right? Like light is radiation. You know, all kinds of light from radio waves to visible light to X-rays to ultraviolet light to gamma rays that we talked about in a previous podcast. Those are all examples of radiation. Hmm. So basically light, you're saying. But like we covered in a previous podcast, light of different frequencies have different names, but it's basically basically all just light. It's all yeah. There's lots of different kinds of light, right? Which which come because they have different. They wiggle at different speeds, right? Wiggle really really fast. They're gamma rays. They wiggle really really slow. They're radio waves. They wiggle in the middle. They're visible light, and uh, all light is radiation because it's energy moving through space, right? Like when the sun makes light and shines it on the earth, it's irradiating the earth. So next mm. time you go out and like enjoy the sun's warmth, you are like absorbing radiation from the sun, right? And so every photon you absorb, every photon that hits your eye technically is radiation. But it's not a particular frequency range or it's not a particular type of light. Like all light is considered radiation. Like the, the light bulb in here in my house, in my room, that, that, that is emitting radiation that I'm receiving and I'm using it to see. That's right. And here again, we run into the same problem that we run into like all the time in this podcast where we have a name that people use in language, radiation, and then we have the physics term, right, which is a technical definition. So the technical definition in like in science, all light is radiation. Practically, when we, you know, colloquially, when we talk about radiation, what we mean is damaging radiation, radiation that can hurt you. Right. But mm. technically, light is radiation, right? All light, visible light, the, the, the light oh, from the photons in your room is also radiation. That's probably not what people mean when they say radiation, but it, technically oh, it's I true. See. And, you know, there are other I things see. that are also radiation, like sound. Sound waves is radiation. It's acoustic radiation, right? So I'm talking to my microphone, I'm irradiating this microphone, and then I'm irradiating your ears. And you, listener, are being irradiated by our sonic vibrations right now. Wow. Okay, so that you were saying the physics technical definition, it's really just anything that moves and propagates through space. 
Yeah, anything that transfers energy. It can be particles, it can be waves. Some things are particles slash waves slash weird quantum mechanical things we don't really understand. All that right. stuff is radiation. So that includes you know, protons and electrons and neutrons and alpha particles, which are just helium nuclei. It even includes things like gravitational radiation, right? Like gravitational waves that were detected recently by LIGO, mm-hmm. that big interferometer that saw the ripples in space and time when black holes collided. That's radiation also. So basically you're saying that anything that moves is radiation. If it has <laughs> matter, if it has energy, if it has no mass, anything that moves through space is radiation. Like yeah. me walking down the hall, I'm radiating down the hall. <laughs> You know, I never thought of that. But yeah, you are radiation. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I am a superhero, Daniel. I knew it. <laughs> so radiation can't be all bad, right? Because it includes pe- nice people like you. So there you go. <laughs> there <laughs> you yeah, go. Case closed. Case closed. Podcast radiation on. is not all bad. Um, yeah, but so from a technical point of view, radiation is everywhere, right? It's, it's all around us. Um, mm. And you know, sound is radiation, light is radiation, all this kind of stuff. Um, right. One person said, you know, radiation is a chemical or it's a force, right? Uh, it's not oh, It's, it's not really a chemical or force. Um, people do get c- treatment for cancer. That's called chemotherapy. And some people think that involves radiation. It doesn't. It involves chemicals, which is why it's called chemotherapy. Um, so radiation is not like a chemical you inject in your body. Uh, it's not a force. It's not like gravity or the electromagnetism or whatever. But though oh, some of the particles that transmit those forces, like photons, are radiation. So it's not like its own force or its own chemical. Mm. So there are things that are not radiation. It's not just everything. That are not radiation, yeah. There are things that are not radiation. Yeah, and, okay. and actually we live in a time in the universe when there isn't very much radiation. What? Yeah. If you look at the history of the universe, like the really long-scale history of the universe, the very early universe, there was a huge amount of radiation. Like if you say, take all the energy in the universe, right? What is, what's in the universe that has energy? Well, there's matter, right? Matter has energy. Mm-hmm. There's radiation. Radiation has energy, right? And then there's things like dark energy, mysterious forces that are expanding the universe we don't understand. Well, the interesting thing is that through the history of the universe, different slices of that pie have been dominant. So in the very early universe, most of the energy in the universe was in radiation, like Big Bang, huge explosion. Mostly it's just a bunch of photons. Oh, I see. But then something changed. Yeah, exactly. Some of that energy transformed into something else. Yeah, that's right. A lot of that energy transformed into matter, right? And mm-hmm. the universe spread out and cooled, right? And a lot of those photons were absorbed. Right? They were sucked up by matter, um, which was no longer ionized, like formed atoms, and those atoms could absorb photons. So for in the very first period of the universe, right, like the first um, 60,000 years or so, the universe was radiation-dominated. Most of the energy in the universe was radiation. Then mm-hmm. for billions of years, it was matter-dominated. Like most of the energy in the universe was stored in matter, um, and radiation was a smaller piece of the pie. And then for the last oh. 5 billion years or so, those got outstripped by dark energy. This new mysterious thing which is expanding the universe and now eats 72% of the whole pie of the energy budget of the universe. Now we live in a dark energy dominated universe. Wow. It's weird to think the universe is changing, you know, like it's, it's composition, what it's made out of is, is not constant. You sound like somebody talking about your niece or nephew. You're like, you got so big, I can't believe how tall <laughs> exactly, you got. Right? Like, whoa, how did you get so so hairy? What? <laughs> exactly. You your voice changed. So, you used to be all radiation, and now you got these. Now you got so much dark, dark energy. <laughs> now you're this emo teen. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, the universe is evolving, and we don't know, like, what's the next epoch of the universe, right? Is dark energy going to go away? Is something else going to turn on and swamp dark energy? Mm. Is radiation going to come roaring back? Or, you know, who knows? Right, but uh, I like I like sort of how you said it that there's sort of the official physics definition of radiation, and then there's the kind of cultural societal definition of radiation, yeah, which is kind of specifically which specifically means something that like energy that somehow um, causes damage or affects your bodily functions or your your cellular the 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 things in your body. Yeah, exactly. You can think of damaging radiation as sort of like really fast, super tiny little bullets. Each one can cause a tiny little bit of damage. And I think that's the kind of radiation people are most interested in. So let's focus on that for a minute, right? And 
there's kind of there's different kinds of radiation that can damage you, right? So for example, gamma rays, these are just high energy photons, but they have enough energy that they can penetrate through your skin and they can ionize. Ionizing means that it, it deposits enough energy on the electron in an atom that the electron it like escapes, right? It's like it gets escape mm-hmm. velocity and so it can fly off and the, the atom then becomes an ion. And that's bad. Right. It changes the chemistry that's happening inside your body and it can change your DNA and can cause mutations and all sorts of stuff. But wait, wh- what about regular light? Like from a light bulb, why isn't that, why doesn't that one cause any damage? Because it's absorbed by your skin. It doesn't have enough energy to penetrate your skin. The higher the frequency, the higher the energy. So gamma rays have more energy than normal visible light. Normal visible mm-hmm. light, you know, stopped by your skin. That's why your skin, uh, that's why your body is not transparent, right? Because light can't pass through it. That's why you're not invisible. If light could pass through you, you would be invisible. That you know of. <laughs> but what, what do you mean that it doesn't have enough energy? Like it, it, it gets to the cells in my skin and it doesn't have enough energy to puncture through, to wiggle around. What does that mean? Yeah, it's uh, absorbed by the energy, by the very outer layer of your skin, which is basically dead cells. Right, and so it doesn't penetrate into anything important. Whereas um, mm. ga- ultraviolet light and gamma rays, those are the things that give you cancer. And the reason they give you cancer is because they go deeper into your skin. And so the way to protect yourself is like be inside, because then the house absorbs the energy of the gamma rays or the UV light, or wear sunscreen, right? Because that has things in it that are good at absorbing um, those kind of that frequency photon. Mm. So it's not, it's not a, it's a, is it an energy thing or like a frequency thing? You know, like we had an episode about why is the sky blue and you said that uh, the light, uh, it's because blue light is at the right sort of wavelength of, that, of the size of the molecules in the atmosphere. Is it something like that or is it just, just energy, just, it just barrels through? It's just energy, yeah. Just think of the body as like a bag of water, right? And... The, uh, the, it eventually gets slowed down and absorbed. And it's just a question of how deep into the body it gets. And so if it, if it stops at the outermost layer where it's all just dead skin, then it doesn't really do any damage. Or, you know, it's, it gets stopped by your clothing, right? Like visible light gets stopped by your clothing. Um, mm. But if it gets into that bag of water and penetrates and, you know, can ionize something important, then yeah, it can cause cancer. Well, it's interesting to me that it's not just light, like gamma rays and x-rays. It's also... Like radiation, harmful radiation can be also like uh, protons, right? And mm-hmm. which is what I'm made out of, and you're made out of. Like the things we're made out of can also be radioactive and and not good for you. That's right. And so, like as we said before, like a proton can be good or bad. It can be part of a tasty snack, or it can come bringing cancer. And the only difference is that is whether it has energy. Like if I shoot a proton at you. And I could deposit a lot of energy in a part of your body that's bad, right? Think of a proton as like a tiny bullet. I mean, I could hand you a bullet. It's not going to kill you, right? A bullet by itself doesn't kill you. If I shoot a bullet at you really, really fast, right, then it's going to hurt you, right? It's going to deposit all of its energy uh, in your body. It's going to tear a hole in you. So it's the energy that that particle has that's the problem, right? Not the particle itself. You're saying bullets don't kill people. (laughs) <laughs> it's the protons physics, in the bullet that kill does. you. <laughs> <laughs> Kinetic energy kills people. Bullets don't. People yeah. don't kill people. Uh, physics does. <laughs> Technically, that's true. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to be in trouble with the physics community after that comes out. You can deposit kinetic energy on somebody with lots of things, right? You could use a brick, you can use a bullet, you could use a rock, like you could even use a banana, mm. I guess. I don't know. But the thing that kills somebody is the kinetic energy transfer, right? You hit somebody with a car, um, right? It doesn't have to be a small thing. You deposit right. a lot of kinetic energy on somebody, you're going to hurt them. Now, a proton is basically just a super tiny bullet. And so if a uranium atom shoots out a proton at really high speed and it hits you, then, you know, it doesn't cause make you bleed, but it can knock out some atoms and do some damage internally, which screws up the chemistry and then it can give you cancer. Right. And I think specifically the problem is when it hits like a DNA molecule inside of you, that's when the mutations happen. And that's what really kills the cells, right? That's right. And again, though, it's not always bad, right? 
if one of your you know, sperm or eggs gets hit by a proton and it changes the DNA that you're passing on to your kids, maybe that's what makes your kid like the next Michael Phelps or Albert Einstein, right? Mutations can be good. It's a critical part of evolution that we have mutations to explore the evolutionary space. Radiation is an important part of how evolution works. So, right. you know, a lot of times it's bad, but also sometimes it's good. And I think we touched it, we talked about this a little bit in a previous podcast, which is that it's kind of a sweet spot, right? Like if if our planet had been in an area of the galaxy where there was a ton of radiation, then you probably couldn't develop living things. But at the same time, you need a little bit of radiation to kind of stimulate all that evolution and mutation so that, so that animals and species can evolve. Yeah, it's, I think it's a difficult thing to study, right? You, it'd be fantastically interesting to get to like simulate the Earth with more or less radiation. Say like, would life evolve more rapidly with more radiation because things would mutate faster? Or would everything just get cancer and die off more quickly? Um, I think it's a huge complex question because it's so interconnected with, you know, ecosystems and how things live and die and eat each other. So I think it's a really yeah. complex thing that I think physicists are tempted to simplify. Yeah, and superheroes. <laughs> Um, but you touched on something interesting, which is that, you know, where the radiation comes from, right? Like um, a lot of the radiation that we worry about comes from space. It comes from our sun. Our sun is a huge, huge um, factory of radiation. I mean, some of that radiation wow. is good, like the light that uh, you soak up when you're enjoying a nice day here in Southern California mm. or the protons that make up the solar wind, right? That, uh, that, oh. that are really dangerous for astronauts. So what's more dangerous to be next to like a uranium stone or mine, or to be out in space floating around? Out in space is really dangerous. Yeah, there's a huge amount of radiation out there. And the reason that we are protected from that radiation is because of our atmosphere. Our atmosphere absorbs most of it. Like the protons and the gamma rays and the UV light, most of that is absorbed by either the ozone or other parts of our atmosphere and protects us. It's like a huge shield. But of course, it doesn't wow. protect you from all of it, right? A lot of UV light makes it to the surface and can give you a sunburn and maybe even skin cancer, right? Mm. But definitely out in space. Out in space is a very high radiation environment. All right, let's get into it a bit more. But first, let's take a quick break. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like how you feel when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, while Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording all this? So it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Personally, I've used Mint Mobile, and the calls are always so crisp and so clear. All of their plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So it's time to ditch your overpriced wireless and go with Mint Mobile's limited time deal for three months a premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash universe. That's mintmobile.com slash universe. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash universe. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Slower speeds above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. 
When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico. Because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, we're talking about radiation, and we know that it's um, it's basically anything that moves around with energy, kind of, right? Like it can be protons, or it can be electrons, or it could just be light that um, hits you and imparts energy on you. That's right. And a lot of it comes from space. We were saying the atmosphere protects us. But, you know, the atmosphere is not super thick. And the higher up you go in the atmosphere, the less atmosphere you have to protect yourself, which is why every time you take, for example, a flight across the country or around the world, you're actually getting a pretty serious dose of radiation. Really? Yeah. So the, the plane doesn't protect you like the shell of the plane? No, the shell of the plane is not enough to stop protons and really high energy photons from penetrating. Um, you need to be like really thick lead. And remember, airplanes are designed to be light so that they can fly right, and be fuel efficient. And so, for example, this is why um, flight attendants and pilots are limited in how many flights they can take because otherwise they'd all get cancer. Wow, because of the radiation. Mm-hmm, because wow. of the radiation. Yeah, and, uh, you know, those folks are exposed to more radiation than people who work at, like, nuclear power plants. Really? Yeah. No, it's a serious amount. And I actually know this because, you know, I work on this app that detects particles using your phone. And some of the uh-huh. best data we get is when we fly around the world, like we fly to, to CERN all the time in Switzerland and back. And we take these long flights. We run uh-huh. the app. You mean you don't see... put it on airplane mode like you're supposed to? <laughs> no, we put it on airplane mode. But then we turn on our app and we can see those particles. Like we can see them zooming through the, uh, the, through the device. So it's, it's definitely a uh-huh. lot of radiation up there. Um, Does that mean you have to put on sunblock whenever you get on an airplane? (laughs) Sunblock won't help you from protons, man, or from gamma rays. No, no, it'll protect you from UV light, but not from gamma rays and not from protons. Um, And there's a lot of those up there. Um, So, you know, if you're the kind of person who's like, you know, not sure you want to take a dental x-ray because of the radiation, um, but you're happy to take a flight to Thailand, remember, there's a lot of radiation on those flights. Wow. Does that mean that people who fly a lot age faster? Possibly. They're, they're definitely at increased risk for cancer. Yeah, absolutely. Yikes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, think, think that, I think that's something a lot of people don't realize, that there's radiation sources in our everyday lives, right? You don't just have to avoid nuclear plant meltdowns or nuclear weapons or evil scientists. Like, there's sources of radiation in our everyday lives. Not just in airplanes, right. though. Also, a lot of things that we eat have radiation. Yeah, I heard. Um something near and dear to me and that our listeners are probably tired of hearing about, (laughs) which is uh, bananas. Bananas are very radioactive. Yeah, I would say very radioactive, but they are. They have potassium in them and the potassium is of a kind that radiates. It uh, it decays and it shoots off radiation. And so... uh, Wait, what do you mean of a kind? Is it... So there's different kinds of uh, potassium? Yeah, there's more and less stable versions of potassium. You know, potassium has isotopes just like every other element, which means it can have like more or less neutrons. And the exact configuration of protons and neutrons in the nucleus determines how stable something is and whether or not it decays by shooting off a proton or a neutron. Um, Mm. And so somehow bananas, when banana plants make bananas, they somehow gather a lot of this kind of radioactive potassium. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to um, get a lot of angry emails from big banana supporters. Uh, so let's be specific about it. Um, the radiation I wonder who the boss for... of that lobby is called. Is he called the big banana of big banana? I think I've seen that movie, actually, Big Banana. But the, um, the radiation exposure from, from consuming a banana is approximately 1% of the average daily exposure to radiation. So you're getting radiation from the sun and just from, you know, natural radioactive elements in the earth and stuff. And so eating a banana does increase your amount of radiation, but really by a tiny amount. So mm. go out there and eat 100 bananas and don't worry about it. 
But uh, uh, you told me something cool earlier, which is that a truckload of bananas, like if I have a truck full of bananas, will actually cause a false alarm when going through a radiation detector. Yeah, they have these things at ports because they want to see if like terrorists are going to try to smuggle in uranium to make a dirty bomb or something. So they have these scanners that look for radiation inside shipping containers. If you have like a truckload or a shipping container full of bananas, it'll set one of those things off. Like this is real people. Bananas really are radioactive. So if the agent is like, are you carrying a dirty bomb with you? You can be just like, nope, (laughs) just the banana bomb. (laughs) That sounds pretty dirty to me, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's slippery, but not dirty. (laughs) That's right. And, um, And there are other natural sources of radiation. You know, just in the earth and the rocks around us, there are radioactive elements, not in huge quantities, mm. but you do get some radiation from them. You know, trace amounts of, of uranium, for example, um, in the Earth's crust, you do get radiation from just radioactive elements that are decaying slowly over time. Mm. But, none of, so not, but none of these is, is dangerous, right? Like potatoes, kidney beans, sunflower seeds, nuts, they all irradiate kind of like bananas, but it's, you know, maybe not that bad for you. That's right. You should not change your diet based on this podcast. I mean, that's a general rule since we have no expertise in nutrition or dietary science. Um, But specifically, you should not be worried about the radiation from food, right? Um, Also, your body is pretty good at regulating this stuff. And so like you'll take in that radioactive potassium and then you'll pass out some more. So your body maintains like a a steady state amount of of these chemicals because it needs some. Right. So you're saying I can keep eating French fries as much as I want. I'm saying French fries won't give you cancer due to the radiation. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they'll, give you, they'll kill you in other ways, is what you're saying. Possibly. That's right. You could definitely think of creative ways to die from French fries that are not getting cancer. All right, well, let's get into this idea of whether radiation is good for you or bad for you. But first, let's take a quick break. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico, because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Daniel, break it down for us. Is radiation good for us or bad for us? Well, you know, I think both, right? Um, The classic Mm. answer is yes and no. So radiation is good for you in some ways and it's bad for you in other ways, you know? Let's remember what radiation can do, right? Radiation can break the bonds in your atoms. It can ionize, right? Um, Mm. If it has enough energy. And if it has less energy, right, then it can just sort of deposit some energy. Just have to ionize the electron to deposit some energy um, in your system. And this can be good or it can be bad. Like, you know, what's an example of how radiation can be good? Well, at particle accelerators, we use the accelerator sometimes to treat people who have cancer because you can use it like um, you can you can shoot protons at people and shoot it just exactly at their cancer and basically just like mm. target the cancer itself, right? It's called proton therapy and you can try right. to kill just the tumor and that works. Like you can save lives by shooting people with radiation. It's like you purposely irradiate yourself because um, you're trying to kill something inside of you. Yeah, I mean, that's always the game with cancer, right? Cancer is part of you and if you want to kill it, you have to like be willing to hurt it more than it hurts than it hurts you right, right. it's a, it's a like a medical game of chicken um, uh, and uh, and one way to do that is to yeah shoot these tiny little proton bullets inside you and there's a lot of physics that goes into that like how how much um, radiation do you need and how do you angle it so that it, it lands mostly in the tumor and doesn't hurt the surrounding tissue um, so there's a whole field of medical physics of people who are really real experts at that Yeah, but I think it, it sort of targets cancer cells because of the fact that cancer cells are multiplying all the time, right? Like just the idea that they're multiplying more than your regular cells kind of makes them more vulnerable to uh, things like protons and getting their DNA changed. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Um, I think we just, <laughs> as, from the physics point of view, we just treat them as bags of water. Like seriously, mm. um, we treat everything, every human, every flesh is just like bags of water to a physicist. And we think about how much energy we deposit. And I think we just try to kill it. Um, right. Well, it can also save your life uh, if you dial 911 on your cell phone, right? If there's an emergency. Because right. radiation is basically how uh, cell phones work. That's right. All communication relies on radiation, right? You're using um, electromagnetic uh, radiation to communicate wirelessly all the time. Um, you're listening to this podcast thanks to radiation, right? And so without radiation, we wouldn't have any sort of wireless communication. Um, so yes, thank you, radiation, for connecting the world and downloading information into, into our brains. And I've heard a lot of scaremongering about like the dangers of cell phones and is 5G safe, etc. People worrying about whether their cell phone is going to give them cancer. They won't. You don't have to worry about it. That radiation is not dangerous. It's very, very low energy radiation. It's RF frequency, which means it's radio waves. So it's very low frequency, which means it's very low energy. So it can't ionize your atoms. It can just make them wiggle a little bit, you know, kind of gently. Bananas are more dangerous than cell phones. So don't worry about using your cell phone. <laughs> okay, what if you're like watching a movie on your phone about a superhero who got irradiated <laughs> by radiation? Is that just, just, that just blows your mind? Are you about to pitch me Banana Man? Is that what this is? <laughs> <laughs> Potato, it's the whole team. Potato Man, Kidney Man, Kidney Beans Man. <laughs> Brazil, not man. <laughs> Brazil, he, no, he's... He's just called the Brazilian. <laughs> okay. I'm going to disavow lau- laughing at that joke. It seems culturally insensitive somehow. I'm not sure how. Uh, but yeah, radiation plays a, a big role, right? And not just in communication also, or in treatment, but also in diagnosis, right? You go to the hospital and you want to see, like, did I break my wrist or does it just really hurt, right? What do they do? Right. They take an x-ray. Uh, you want to oh. see, like, hey, what's going on inside my guts? Do I have appendicitis or not, right? They do a CAT scan. All that uses radiation to image what's going on inside your body. So, I mean, you work at the Large Hadron Collider, and so you you know that the, there's a lot of radiation out there. There definitely is. But yet you still go to work. Yet people go to work. Yeah, you could die every day due to anything, but people just seem to get up and go to work anyway, right? That's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I see. It's like a, an acceptable risk. Yeah. Well, we don't have much radiation at the Large Hadron Collider. The particles do collide and they create a lot of radiation, but it's 100 meters underground. And so we're shielded mm. by a lot of earth. 
So there's not a, okay. a, a lot of radiation risk at the at the LHC. No, I mean just from staring at your computer so long. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, there's radiation everywhere and it's just part of life, right? And so you go about your normal day, you get your dose of radiation. Um, you know, you can you can use apps or you can get a dosimeter to track your radiation dose. Um, there is one thing which people should be aware of, which is radon gas. Radon gas is something that happens mm-hmm. uh, in various places around the world and on the East Coast. It's this invisible radioactive gas that seeps out from people's basements. And it actually does kill like tens of thousands of people every year. So, really? Yeah, that is actually something you can do to potentially save yourself from cancer is just get like a cheap radon detector. Wow. So this this is gas that is radioactive? Like it... It's gas that's um, breaking down and emitting all kinds of protons and particles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. It's emitting radiation and it's invisible and it doesn't smell like anything and it seeps up from underground. It's like a naturally occurring thing. So a lot of people, like if the earth shifts, you'll, it'll start to collect in your basement and uh, then people can be getting these do- high doses of radiation without even knowing about it. Right. Um, Breathing so people- it in, right? Yeah, breathing it in, exactly. Wow. So I can't imagine why anyone would think radiation is bad. <laughs> exactly. No, it can be dangerous. And so if that's the kind of thing you worry about, you should, uh, or you have young kids or whatever, you should definitely um, look to see if you live in a kind of place where, radi- where radon occurs naturally. And if so, you should get it checked out mm-hmm. because that is really a, a health hazard. Well, this one's interesting. You also wrote down here that uh, we use radiation to make our food safer. Yeah, exactly. If you take a slab of meat, for example, and you zap it with a bunch of radiation, you can kill everything that's still alive in it, meaning bacteria, right? So you want to keep your meat safe, you can zap it with radiation. It'll kill almost everything in there. Um, so that's one, mm-hmm. one way we can use radiation to keep ourselves safe. Of course, there's a twist to that. Mm-hmm which is that you're applying artificial selection, which means you zap enough steaks and eventually all that's going to be left is bacteria that can survive radiation. And so you're like helping breed radiation-proof bacteria. Well, here's something that I've never quite understood, which is that um, radiation seems to be something that you can pass from one thing to the other. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Chernobyl happened and all this radioactive stuff went out there. But uh, it, it also you can also sort of irradiate things, make things radioactive. Yes. Is that true? Yeah. The way that works, it's not like contagion, like a disease, though there's something in common. What happens is that radiation can cause other things to become radioactive, right? It can make, your, it can make um, new things unstable. So how does that work? Well, radiation like uranium breaks down and shoots out protons and neutrons. Those protons and neutrons can hit other atoms and make those unstable. It can cause like a chain reaction, right? Mm. So radiation can definitely spread. It's not just like, oh, that radiation hit me and I'm done. It can make something inside you radioactive, which could then, it unstable, which means it like breaks up and shoots out more particles, right? Right. Oh. So for example, you have like a block of metal that was at Chernobyl or a block of concrete, right? that got irradiated a lot, then it becomes radioactive. And the reason is that stuff inside that concrete or that that brick or that block then became unstable because it got hit by a passing particle and now it's emitting particles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's sort of good and bad, right? Radiation can be good for all these treatments to communicate, to kill bacteria, but it can also, you know, if you get overexposed to it, it can give you cancer. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, you know, it's like everything else in science. It's an awesome power. It uh, shows us that the universe is incredible and has so much that we have not yet understood. Um, and that power can be used for good or for bad. Yeah. Exactly. It can hurt you or it can help you. Um, I think one, one of my favorite stories about life and radiation uh, came from my wife who told me this story about this amazing bacteria they discovered that can survive like almost any amount of radiation. Mm. And the way it does it is it has like, 50 copies of its DNA inside it. So if radiation comes in and blasts one open, it's like, no worries, I got 49 backups, and it just like repairs Whoa. itself. Yeah. And it fixes the one that got damaged too, right? Yeah, now, exactly. Right? It has a bunch of copies, and it has all these things zooming around all the time to fix mistakes. It's like, you know, you got a, you got a backup of your hard drive, and something goes wrong, you, ba- you recover from the backup. This thing <laughs> is like 50 backups simultaneously at all times. And so wow. it can survive a lot of radiation. So that that's something you can do to prevent radiation poisoning. Just become copy a, yourself 50 <laughs> times. Become a bacteria. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. 
All right, Daniel. Well, I think I, I learned that uh, I'm going to have to stop eating bananas and, <laughs> and going on airplanes. Well, I think you should fly less, yes, but I think you can eat bananas without worrying about it too much. Maybe you should trade. You should take fewer trips and eat more bananas. Take fewer trips to eat more bananas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there you go, folks. That's what radiation is. Uh, a lot of people did understand what radiation was. It's, you know, ultraviolet light. It's gamma rays. It's particles shot out by radioactive elements. And it can certainly hurt you. And you should be on the lookout for radon gas. And you should think about the flights you take. But it can also help you. So like everything in science, it's fundamentally neutral. And it just depends on how it's applied. And in either case, just remember to wear your sunscreen. Or... At least a hat. That's right. And if you're eating a banana, make sure to wear a helmet. <laughs> or make your make a hat out of bananas. Does that does that cancel <laughs> out? That sounds totally safe to me. Absolutely. I totally recommend <laughs> that. Please, please go ahead and send me a picture. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that. Tune in next time. Keep on radiating. If you still have a question after listening to all these explanations, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge. That's one word. Or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com. Thanks for listening. And remember that Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.